0: Good morning. It's Sunday morning here on May the 2nd and what a glorious day it is. It's warm. It's in the 80s. And it's sunny and it's breezy, very breezy. We've had we had have had lots of wind yesterday and today. So, it's quite different from the spring we've had so far and the winter. So, It's just lovely, everything's turning really green. So I hope wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, you're just enjoying. Um, There's some delight with the weather, watching it change, even when it just goes from one thing to another, there's delight in it. If it goes from uh, heavy rain to soft, gentle winds and sunshine, just watching the change is is, a it tells us a lot, right? How everything is impermanent and every place has its beauty. So trying to think of a perfect place to be where the, other than San Diego, weather-wise, uh, there's always something that's not perfect about it. And that's that's how we live in the world. That's what we see in nature. Everything is impermanent. So when it's beautiful, we can when it's beautiful for us, it might be not beautiful for someone else. But when it is lovely for, for us, enjoy it. And when it's not, enjoy that too. And just know that you're practicing the Dhamma then. Everything changes. Today, I have, I have been... Um, it's, a, it's wonderful. This is May 2nd. Yesterday we began a month of really... Um, Special talk. I think they're special because we're focusing on the Buddha and uh, what the Buddha, Bhante Sujata, talked about, what the Buddha means to us today in terms of uh, what he's brought to the world that still exists today. And the other special guest teachers, and they'll all be on Zoom, will be talking every Saturday for the month of May um, about different periods in the Buddha's life and that's, and Todd Nielsen is doing, he's doing a program on two Monday, three Monday nights and one is on the four events in the Buddha's life they're the, the major first four and then the second four and he's also doing uh, the, his, the history of Buddhist art Hi That's a, a relative of one of my neighbors who we had a discussion last week because she noticed the squirrels and said, Oh, are you the one who feeds the squirrels? (laughs) I'm sorry, I just saw her and she waved. Um, It's that kind of day today. So those events are all going on at the temple and they're all free. You can join them. Some of them you can join in person or you can join on Zoom. So they're wonderful things to take advantage of. And I think there's so much of that going on this month because the entire month of May is is a celebratory month for Buddhists all over the world. And we can tap into that. But in the midst of that, just like the weather, one day it's great, the next day it's miserable just like the weather in the midst of this celebration that can really uh, lift our hearts. There's so much going on in the world that is uh, tragic. And the situation in India just seems to get worse every day and help isn't isn't going to come fast enough for thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And uh, that's just ongoing And then we also have seen shooting deaths just immediately begin to rise in this country. And there's so much, there's pain, I think national pain for that. And I hope the pain is getting to the point that as a nation, we decide to really do something about it. But that's the world of samsara. And so we often have to be witnesses without seeing things Uh, Be exactly the way we want them to be. So I thought because of that, because of samsara and uh, in the world, in the world the way it is, with all of its glory and beauty and with all of its uh, suffering and pain, I would read more from the way of the Bodhisattva because. His poetry is beautiful, but he's he's offering a way out, and he's offering a way, he's offering a way out as a helper, how to become a helper in helping all beings in the world to be able to move out of samsara. So we read the last chap, the first short chapter that I read was. Um, the excellence of bodhicitta. And bodhicitta is the awakened heart, heart-mind. So this one is called Confession. So this is coming coming to the point uh, to be able to offer oneself as a bodhisattva. So I'll read a little bit, then we can sit together. This is chapter two in this translation, Confession to the Buddhas, those thus gone, and to the sacred Dharma, spotless and supremely rare, and to the Buddha's offspring, oceans of good qualities, that I might gain this precious attitude, I make a perfect offering. I offer every fruit and flower, every kind of healing draft, and all the precious gems the world contains, with all pure waters of refreshment. Every mountain wrought of precious jewels, all sweet and lonely forest groves, the trees of paradise adorned with blossom, trees with branches bowed with perfection with perfect fruit, the perfumed fragrance of divine and of divine and other realms, all incense, wishing trees, and trees of gems, all crops that grow without the tiller's care and every sumptuous sumptuous object worthy to be offered. Lakes and mirrors adorned with lotuses, delightful with the sweet voice cries of water birds and everything unclaimed and free, extending to the margins of the boundless sky. I hold them all before my mind and to the mighty sage, the greatest of our kind, and to his heirs, I make a perfect offering, sublime recipients, compassionate lords, O, oh, think of me with love, accept these gifts of mine. For destitute of merit, I am very poor, I have no other wealth, and so protectors, you whose wise intentions are for others' good, in your great power, receive them for my sake. Enlightened ones and all your bodhisattva heirs, I offer you my body throughout all my lives. Supreme, courageous ones, accept me totally. For with devotion I will be your slave. For if you will accept me, I will be undaunted by samsara and will act for being's sake. I'll leave behind the evils of my past and ever after turn my face from them. A bathing chamber, excellently fragrant, with even flowers of crystal, radiant and clear, and graceful pillars shimmering with gems, all hung about with gleaming canopies of pearls. There, the blissful Buddhas and their heirs, I'll bathe with many a precious face, a brim with water, fragrant and delightful, all to frequent strains of melody and song, With clothes of unexampled quality, with spotless perfumed towels, I will dry them and offer splendid, scented clothes, well-dyed and of surpassing excellence. With different garments, light and supple, and a hundred beautiful adornments, I will grace sublime Samantabhadra, Manjugosha, and their kin. And with sumptuous fragrance which pervades a thousand million words I will anoint the bodies of the mighty sages gleaming bright like burnished gold refined and cleansed. I place before the mighty sages perfect objects of my worship glorious flowers like lotus and mandarava. The upatala, the utpala, and other fragrant fragrant blossoms, worked and twined in lovely scented garlands. I will offer swelling clouds of frankincense, whose ambient perfume ravishes the mind, and various foods and every kind of drink, all delicacies worthy of the gods. I will offer precious lamps arranged in rows on lotuses of gold a carpet of sweet flowers scattering upon the level, incense on the level, incense-sprinkled ground. To those whose very nature is compassion, I will give vast palaces resounding with fair praise, all decked with precious pearls and beauteous pendant gems, gleaming jewels that deck the amplitude of space, fair and precious parasols adorned with golden shafts, all bordered round with hymns of precious jewels, upright, well-proportioned, pleasing to the eye. Again, all this I give to all the Buddhas. May a host of other offerings and clouds of ravishing sweet melody that solaces the pains of living beings arise and constantly abide. May rains of flowers and every precious gem fall down in an unceasing stream upon the jewels of sacred dharma, images and all supports for offerings. Just as Manju Gosha and the like made offerings to all the conquerors, I do likewise to all the Buddhas, our protectors, and to all their bodhisattva children, in these vast oceans of good qualities, I offer praise, a sea of airs and harmonies. May clouds of tuneful eulogy ascend unceasingly before them. To Buddhists of the past, the present and all future time and to the Dharma and sublime assembly with bodies many as the grains of dust upon the earth, I will prostrate and bow. To shrines and all supports of bodhicitta I bow down, to abbots who transmit the vows, to every learned master, and to all sublime practitioners of Dhamma. Until the essence of enlightenment is reached, I go for refuge to the Buddha. I, go to, I Also I take refuge in the Dhamma and in all the host of bodhisattvas to perfect Buddhas and to Bodhisattvas in all directions where they might reside, to them who are sovereigns of great mercy, I press my palms together, praying thus. In this and all my other lives, while turning in the round without beginning, blindly I have brought forth evil and incited others to commit the same. Deceived and overmastered by my ignorance, I have taken pleasure in such sin, and seeing now the blame of it, O oh great protectors, I confess it earnestly. Whatever I have done against the Triple Jim, against my parents, teachers, and the rest, through force of my defilements, in my body, speech, and mind, all the evil I, a sinner, have committed, all the wicked deeds that cling to me, the frightful things that I contrived, I openly declare to you, the teachers of the world. It may be that my death will come to me before my evil evil has been cleansed. How then can I be freed from it? I pray you, quickly grant me your protection. We cannot trust the wanton Lord of death The task complete or still to do, he will not wait. In health or sickness, therefore, none of us can trust our fleeting, momentary lives, and we must pass away forsaking all. But I, devoid of understanding, have, for sake of friend and foe alike, provoked and brought about so many wrongs. But all my foes will cease to be and all my friends will cease to be, and I will also cease to be, and likewise everything will cease to be. All that I possess and use is like the fleeting vision of a dream. It fades into the realms of memory, and fading will be seen no more. And even in the brief course of this present life, so many friends and foes have passed away because of whom the evils I have done still lie, unbearable before me. The thought came never to my mind that I too am a brief and passing thing. And so through hatred, lust, and ignorance, I have committed many sins. Never halting night or day, my life drains constantly away, and from no other source does increase come. How can there not be death for such as me? There I'll be, prostrate upon my bed, and all around my family and friends, but I alone shall be the one to feel the cutting of the thread of life. And when the heralds of the deadly king have gripped me, what help it to me will be my friends and kin? For then life's virtue is my one defense, and this, alas, is what I shrugged away O protectors, I so little heeding, hardly guessed at horror such as this, and all for this brief, transient existence. I have done so many evil things. The day they take him to the scaffold where they will tear off his limbs, a man is changed, transfigured by his fear. His mouth is dry, his eyes start from his brow. No need to say how stricken I shall be. When overcome and sick with dreadful fear, I'm seized by forms so horrible to see. The frightful servants of the Lord of death. Who can give me safe protection from this horror, from this frightful dread? And then I'll search the four directions, seeking help with panic-stricken eyes. But in those four directions, no protection shall I find and I shall seek into despairing woe. No refuge will be there for me. At such a time, what shall I do? Thus, from this day forward, I take refuge in the Buddhas, guardians of beings who labor to protect all wanderers, those mighty ones who scatter every fear. And in the Dhamma they have realized in their hearts, which drives away the terrors of samsara, and in all the host of bodhisattvas, likewise, I will perfectly take refuge. Gripped by dread, beside myself with anguish, to Samantabhadra I will give myself, my body I myself will give, to manjushka gentle and melodious. To him whose deeds of mercy never fail, my lord Avalokita, i cry out from depths of mercy protect me now an evil doer? now to the noble one akasha garba, and to kishiti garba from my heart i call to all protectors great compassionate i cry to them in search of refuge to vajrapani i shall fly for at the sight of him all visual things like Yama's host escape in terror in the four directions. Formerly your words I have transgressed, but having seen these terrors all around, I come to you for refuge, praying swiftly, swiftly drive away my fear. For if alarmed by common ailments, I must implement the doctor's words what need to speak of when I'm constantly brought low, by ills like lust and falls, a hundred faults, a hundredfold? And if by one of these alone the dwellers in the world are all thrown down, and if no other remedy exists, no other healing, elsewhere to be found, then words of the all-knowing Doctor, which uproot our every ill. The thought to turn on him deaf ears is abject and contemptible stupidity. So, oh, we're almost, we're almost, we're almost finished. Okay, I'll keep going. It's got to get better, right? Along a small and ordinary cliff. If I must pick my way with special care. What need to speak of that long-lasting chasm plunging to the depths a thousand leagues? Today, at last, I shall not die. So rash to haul myself with words like these. My disillusion and my hour of death will come to me. Of this there is no doubt. Who can give me fearlessness? What sure escape is there from this? It's certain that I'm going to die. So how can I relax my mind at ease of life's experience? All seasons past, what's left to me, what now remains? By clinging to what now is here no more, my teacher's precepts I have disobeyed. And when this life is left behind and with it all my kith and kin, I must set out on stranger paths all alone Why make so much of all my friends and foes? How instead can I make sure to rid myself of evil, only cause of sorrow? This should be my one concern, my only thought both day and night. The wrongs that I have done, though through ignorant stupidity, all actions evil by their nature and transgression of the precepts, Fearing all the pains to come, I join my palms and ceaselessly prostrate and everything I will confess directly in the sight of my protectors. I pray you guides and guardians of the world to take me as I am, a sinful human, and all these actions, evil as they are, I promise I will never do again. So, the next chapter is called Now we've, This Person Has Decided and re- Realized That This Is the Path. That they want to trod, uh, that there's nothing else that offers any, any kind of uh, optimism or hope for the future. And so the next part, th- part three is going to be Taking Hold of Bodhicitta, Taking Hold of That Awakened Heart and what that entails. So um, for a while I thought I was reading from the B- Bible's Old Testament, but <laughs> these are this is an 8th century monk and talking about the, the demons and the worlds of the torments of hell. Um, when in Buddhist cosmology, we talk of the hell realms and... That those are like other other worlds that beings may have to pass through, to to uh, deal with actions in the past. So not pleasant. They're temporary, but they're not pleasant to contemplate. So we don't have very much time left, but I'd like to end on a just uh, reciting from uh, the Anguttara Nikaya the the uh, metta practice, and it's a little, it's different from the way we do it, but it just, you can hold this in your mind and we can do it together. Think, happy at rest, may all beings be happy at heart, whatever beings there may be, weak or strong, without exception, long, large, middling, short, subtle, grow seen and unseen, living near and far away, born or seeking birth, may all beings be happy at heart. Let no one deceive another or despise anyone anywhere or through anger or resistant thought, wish for another to suffer. Thank you, and have a beautiful day, and have a beautiful week, and just, you can be constantly sending metta, metta if you remember, just spreading it out to all beings, all beings, no matter who they are. Thanks for being part of my practice.